and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hey guys, and welcome to the mini-sode where we discuss the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion. How are you doing, Miss Kat Sims? I'm doing fine. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I've got this overwhelming sense of positivity, which is, uh, I mean, I know it's going to be popped like a bubble and my my joy and hope will just evaporate into the air because <laughs> I feel like Freedom Day on June the 21st isn't actually going to happen. But for now, while it's still there and the sun's shining, I'm embracing the joy while I can. So what does Freedom Day mean? Freedom Day means... All restrictions lifted. So what are your restrictions now? Because... Uh, so at the moment, we have a limit on how many people can meet and where and and how many households. We have a restriction on how many people can be in restaurants, when you can be in a restaurant, what you have to order if you want to be inside. We've got restrictions on how far you can travel. Some some areas have got more restrictions than others because of right. this, the Indian variant. Right. Um, but essentially... As of June the 21st, the idea is that all of that's gone. I think masks inside will still be there. Yeah. But other than that, the thought is that we can all go back to normal. Yeah. Um, that being said, cases are on the rise because this Indian variant apparently is causing all sorts of trouble. So um, I am expecting any day now Bojo to get out dust off his podium and yeah. burst our bubble i'm just hoping he doesn't delay it for a month because that means i have to cancel my birthday party um, for sure that would be a bummer for me for I, sure i mean don't get me wrong i'm still gonna find <laughs> something to do we'll still yeah. we'll still find a party somewhere right but um yeah it's it's a lot but it's fine it is what it is yeah, here, I mean, pretty much, like, at least in Colorado, our vaccine rate is, like, 60%. So, really, we kind of have no restrictions anymore. Um, it's kind of up to individual businesses whether they want to do masks or not. Um, the general thing is, is if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. I don't know. My kids don't have to wear a mask at their summer camp now because it's, like, 11 and under don't have to wear masks because 12-plus um, can be vaccinated now. Yeah, so. our kids have never had to wear masks. Well, ours did. Ours, My kids yeah. went a whole year with wearing masks in school, That's which crazy. is fine because they got to be in school, so I don't really care about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, um, <laughs> they, could wear, they could be in a straitjacket if it meant they had to be in school. For sure. I mean, as long as they had a little <laughs> movement to, like, move their pencils, I don't really care. And go to the loo. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. But yeah, so it's been fairly normal here. I just read, I read, I guess about a month ago, Greece is lifting the restrictions for vaccinated Americans to come visit them. They don't have to quarantine anymore. So my fingers are crossed that the UK will have that starting in July because I got my ticket for your birthday. And uh, I am so excited. We'll but listen, see. I have to ask you a question. Are you doing the podcast standing up today? I am because I have no chairs or desks <laughs> in this office. So. I'm just standing. So what's your computer on? It's on one of those like wardrobe boxes that have like for the <laughs> hanging clothes. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we better get a hurry on. Otherwise you're going to be like, you're going to be on your knees. So, you know, it'll be all right. I've sat long enough. That's all true. right. So we hop into this reunion. Let's do it. Let's do the Jersey reunion. Um, first of all, 
thank you, uh, Bravo, for making this a two-parter Hell and not yes. an interminably boring three-parter. We're always here for that. Absolutely. I think they always need to be two, only two. I think that should be yeah. the max. Also, I really, I think the reason I like New Jersey so much is that they don't overstretch the season. Like this is, yeah. it, it's a fairly short season. They only have two to catch up and then they move on. I think they're, they're filming now for the next But here's season. my question though. Like yeah. if they can do that for Jersey, right. why can't they do that for Atlanta? Different production companies. The company surely, that makes New Jersey yeah. does not make Atlanta. They have different companies that make but certain cities. But couldn't Bravo go, listen, this is what we need. This many episodes, this many reunions, bish, bosh, bang. I don't know. Maybe Atlanta is cheaper for Bravo to buy. Because know. obviously Bravo anyway. is paying these production companies. So I don't know. Maybe New Jersey is just too expensive. So they only commission a certain amount. <laughs> I don't know. Well, for me, for, me, it's, for me, it's all about quality over quantity. So I'm here for New Jersey. We all 100%. know how we all feel. About um, Atlanta. Have you, I'm drinking my uh, San Pellegrino Lemonata out of a wine glass today, a la Luan nice. from New York. <laughs> well, I mean, she was actually drinking non-alcoholic wine. Well, I'm off the booze at the moment because I'm, yeah. tr- tr- I'm training for my 40th. So, Dude, um, that could go either way. You could be very out of practice and spark too soon. No, no, no. Sorry, oh, you no, can. I, I've been there. <laughs> No, you misunderstand and I've me. I've seen it. I'm, I'm, I'm only not drinking until June the 26th, which is ah. my friend's 40th. Got it. And then I'm going to drink. And then after that, I'm just going to drink. I'm going to build up my tolerance yes. again. Yes. But I just want to be like in the best shape of my life for my 40th. So I, you That's know what? Fine. Like, so anyway, I'm drinking out of these glasses. And these glasses were the ones that were sent. To, hey, you sent these to me. Nice. I got two of them. Sweet. Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't like them. Oh, I like them. The square bottom is Well, you very can have the other neat. one. There you go. They can be our Brilliant. glasses. Ooh, we could start using them during the podcast. That'd be great. Yeah. I'll save it for you. You can take it home with you. Excellent. All right. Let's get into this okay. reunion. Where do you want to start? I mean, where do we start? Let's start with the Evan, Teresa, Jackie clusterfuck. <sighs> Here's the thing. I'm really upset that like Teresa is so hypocritical about Jackie's reaction to this rumor because fuck, we've been watching Teresa go ballistic about Joe for a billion years over all the cheating rumors. And those are probably true. Yeah. And not just go ballistic with Joe, but go ballistic with anybody who even refers to it, intimates it. Oh, that's what I mean. She never went ballistic to Joe. It was always the women's problem that they brought it up. Even when he called her my bitch cunt of a wife. Yeah. I mean, so I, I absolutely agree. And I cannot believe that she, even after all this time to think about it, hasn't developed any sense of empathy around this and she's still doubling down on the defensiveness i wasn't spreading the rumor i wasn't telling it i mean the montage is damning all we do is see her run around that birthday party telling as many people as she can for sure and i mean honestly like if she was like if she was just wasted and didn't really understand then she should just fucking say that be like you know what i'm sorry i was wasted i had no idea that i actually told that many people i'm fucking sorry i was a dick like yeah I don't know why people can't understand that that's all you have to say in these situations. I Sorry, I, I was mean, a dick. 
I have to say, quick question for you. Jackie's analogy with the Gia doing yeah. coke in the bathroom thing. While I understood what she was trying to do, do you think that it was... Do you think that even though it was an allergy, it still probably went too far? Or do you think actually she was making a really good point? I mean, I think I personally, I think she was making a really good point. And she did say it would be like I said this about Gia. Like she literally said those words. Um, Now, knowing Teresa, would I say that? No, because... (laughs) Teresa's just going to go apeshit. And unfortunately, because it's on TV, everybody else went apeshit and like bombarded Gia with all this bullshit, which you don't want her to have. So, no, you know, I mean, I think, I feel like Jackie apologized for that. I don't think Jackie stood by what she did was right. However, it was only an analogy and she was very clear about that. So I don't know. I don't think that's the best way to like approach things with Teresa. And I feel like Jackie knows that. Because Jackie's a smart yeah. cookie. And I think that was the intent. And I think yeah. that was the intention. I don't think she thought it all the way through, but I think she did want to yeah. really hit Teresa where it hurt. So uh, kind of, I get her thinking, but it p- probably didn't pan out as she'd hoped. But I mean, listen, Evan and, Ter- Evan and Jackie, forever the bigger people, mm-hmm. graciously accept the half-assed apology that Teresa <sighs> sort of sends their way. And before you know it, Evan's making a date to play golf with Louis. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately, like, you know, I think guess the rumor is not fucking true. And so they're like, look, it's not true. We're not giving any more life to it. But I feel like, I feel like on some level, like Jackie could have handled some of that stuff better. Like she didn't need to ostracize herself from the group or do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It really smacked of a deep seated insecurity. It yeah. felt like. It felt like she just, it wasn't something that she couldn't rule out. Like she needed to kind of take her time to cement that security back in. Like, I think it shook her. Yeah. Um, And I get that, you know, it, you know, it it would. Yeah. There's a moment, no matter how much you love and no matter how loyal you think they are, if this rumor starts blowing up, you, there is a moment that you have to work through. So maybe she did that, but I agree. It didn't come across as we are like solid, yeah. we are a union. And I think that's what needed to happen at that time. Well, and I almost feel like if it had happened, all of this would have been sorted a lot earlier than at the reunion. Yeah. And she also seemed like she was professing too much, right? Like we're going to have this party and this party For and we're sure. going to stand up and talk about how great we are all the time. And it was like, okay, this feels a bit icky, but yeah, it's I too guess much. she was just struggling. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about Jennifer because she plays quite a crucial role in this reunion. And I think last reunion, we saw a different Jennifer. And I think this reunion, we're seeing a different Jennifer again. For sure. And I love this Jennifer. Like this is the Jennifer I want around all the time because I think she made a lot of sense. I think she spoke up with herself without like digging at people too much. And I actually feel like the other women really went for her on things that were really stupid. I agree. And I think Marge, Melissa and Jackie kind of came with as as a unified force. I feel like this was a discussion they'd had before. Like we've got each other's backs, which I can appreciate. For sure. But I think they do gang up on Jennifer, especially in regards to her mom and that situation. And it just didn't feel comfortable. 
No, I mean, you as a kid have no fucking control over your parents' relationships and how you should react to them. Like, it's your fucking family. React however the hell you want to. Like, nobody else honestly has a place to comment on it. No, and also it's it's way more complicated than For that, sure. right? It's not just you didn't do the right thing. I don't think Jen did handle it right all the time. No. But I also don't think anybody is going to handle that right because you're torn between being their daughter and then being your parents, but also being a grown-up and trying to empathize right. at the level of being in a grown-up relationship. So, you know, I think there are times when Jen did forget that empathy as a wife and mother herself. Right. But as you do. It's, of course, but that's not Marge and Melissa and Jackie's place to comment. No, and like, who's Marge to talk about like what is a healthy mother-daughter relationship by any means? Because she has her own struggles, and I feel like sometimes people like I feel like sometimes people don't empathize with Jen enough. And I know a hundred percent it's the way Jen comes across that doesn't make you want to empathize with her. But like, <laughs> I think Marge needs to take a step back and like know her place. Like, she's well, def- I think. A- Sorry, I no, cut you ahead. off. But I think at the very least, Marge needs to recognize that she's being triggered. Yeah, for sure. I mean, why don't we just go ahead? I mean, do you mind just segueing right into like the drink chat? Because I feel like Margaret has like a huge heart on for Jen and doesn't realize that it's just because she's being triggered by her behavior and that Jen is not her mother. Yeah. And Jen has every right to go out and get shit-faced every once in a while if that's what she wants to do. That is her prerogative. And it's it, it, and getting shit-faced doesn't have to be damaging. Like, right. okay, it might not be what everybody wants to do, but she's doing it in what she feels is a safe space. She's doing it with the approval and support of her husband. You know, he's taking care of her. She's not... She's she's just making a choice for herself. And I think you're absolutely right, Margaret. This is a Margaret problem and not a Jennifer problem. Absolutely. I mean, Bill even comes on, you know, like later on the reunion and is like, actually, I've been shit-faced way more than she has. So, like, she earns this. Like, she doesn't not watch the kids because she's getting shit-faced. Like, it's nothing that Margaret is implying that it is. It's literally, occasionally, Jen likes to go out and party, as we all fucking do, when we know our kids are taken care of and we know we have a safe way to get home. Yeah, I mean, we can empathize with that on a deep, deep for level. For sure, for Both sure. Both of us. Absolutely. Uh, um, but no, I think you're right. And I think this Marge versus Jen thing is is unfortunate in a lot of ways because the the topics that seem to be needling between them are incredibly triggering for Marge so sexual assault yeah drinking motherhood um and Jen is very defensive of those things in a way that like apart from the sexual harassment thing which I think she was she dropped the ball on there for sure she did I do think I do think Jen is a hands-on mum I think she's a you know she's got a nanny she's got five kids I yeah. I don't blame her for that. I know people who've got nannies with far fewer kids. Um, Dude, if your husband think- made the money that Bill must be raking in, you would have help too. I would 100% have help if we had that kind of money flowing around. Absolutely. And I think that there's, I don't know whether it's a jealousy thing with Marge and Jen a bit or whether there's just a distinct, they just trigger a lot of shit in each other. Yeah. But they need to be a little bit more self-aware of what's going on in themselves before they start fucking lashing out at each other. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is a jealousy thing where Jen can kind of do both. Like she can be a great mom, Mm. but she can also go out and party and it's not an issue. I mean, 
Marge is kind of a staunch not drinker because of like, I think a few times we've seen her get hammered throughout the years. And like, she says some really inappropriate stuff and it triggers stuff within her for her mom. So she does not drink. So I don't know if there's like a wish that she could drink and not be that way. I mean, I don't know. Um, well, I wonder as well if it's a wish that she could be that mother too. Right. Like Jen has all her kids around her. We know that it's a complicated situation with Marge. We know that there's a lot going on. And I think, you know, we're also seeing that difference in the kind of marriages that they have. Jen is much more old school and, like, you know, defers to, to right. Bill. But but also Bill is quite forward thinking. So it it's kind of a weird mix, but it works. But Marge is very, you know, she... But yeah. uh, Joe is a little bit hempecked. But that doesn't make it a bad marriage. It's no. what fucking works for each couple. Well, absolutely. And I do feel that Marge and the other girls don't kind of credit Jen and Bill with like their cultural heritage in marriage either. Yeah. Because I think they do have a very culturally traditional marriage. However, I think you nailed it. Like Bill is more forward thinking and I think Jennifer is too. And like, obviously they're more accepting than their parents are of alternative, you know, sexual preferences, like in regards to like her brother and they're just trying, I mean, bottom line is everyone's just trying to be like the best parents they can be with like their cultural history of marriage and where they want to go and where they want their kids to go. And I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it's a bit of a low blow to like write people off as like being in this like traditional marriage, not really knowing the complexities that kind of go behind it or where it really is. Like, I don't, I don't know. Of course. No, I agree 100%. But I also think it's ironic because I look at Melissa and Joey's relationship right. and I'm like, well, you're in a, you're in a marriage that's defined by strict cultural heritage as well. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. is a very old school Italian marriage. And so there could be more of an understanding there. I don't know. It is what it is. But I think that this Marge versus Jen thing is going to ramp up, rage on because I think Jen has found, she's really start, I get the impression that Jen's really starting to understand who she is, who she wants to be. She's not pandering to the other girl. She's not bouncing one off the other anymore. She's like, no, I, I have my own worth. It doesn't matter if people think it looks like this. I know what it is. Right. And I really, I'm appreciating that a little bit. I'm kind of here for it because I also think like her kids are all getting older, right? Like her youngest is now getting older. And I think she's going through kind of what we all go through when the youngest is more independent and kind of moving forward. You kind of look at like, okay, well, I'm kind of, I mean, you're not done raising your kids, but you kind of, you're done with the baby phase. And now you've got all these independent kids running around. Like you can focus a little more on you and what you want out of life. And I think that's where Jen is right now. And she's figuring it out. And I think that's cool. I'm I'm here for that. Well, and I think that's going to bring up a conflict between her and Melissa as well, because Melissa's doing exactly the same thing, but she doesn't have a bill. She yeah. has a Joey. Right. And I think that's going to trigger quite a lot in Melissa because I honestly think if push comes to shove, Melissa will walk out on Joey. If, if he doesn't support her and let her live her life, her best fucking life, he, I, I don't think she'll stick around for it. No, I don't think she will either. And um, I, I really, I, I wish Joey would not be so defensive with Bill and actually listen to him because I think Bill is someone who can really speak to him on that. Like the cultural 
traditional marriage, but also still being forward thinking and supportive. And I think, I think you can have both. And I think Joey just needs to open his goddamn eyes. Like, cause I think he has both. He just doesn't realize that he has both. He totally has, but Melissa's a fucking prize. Like yeah. she is a prize. And I feel like she didn't seem happy in this reunion. No. She wasn't her usual self. She felt a little bit guarded and barbed. And and I just, I we were talking about this earlier. We're not going to delve deep into the Joey Melissa thing because we've done it on, on right. previous episodes. But it doesn't feel like this. these issues are something they're just making up for the show like people have kind of suggested. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they're real issues. I just don't think there's any sort of resolution yet. And I don't know if they're, I mean, I think the only resolution will be either Joe gets his head out of his ass and realizes (laughs) how great they've got it, or she will leave. And I mean, that would be, I mean, it would be crazy for the show if she did leave. Um, Can you imagine? I mean, you think Erica and Tom divorcing is a big thing? (laughs) Imagine if Joey and Melissa split up. It'd be crazy. I mean, I don't think it'll come to that. I I hold out hope that Joey will understand a little bit and maybe even this year in like the pandemic. I mean, maybe Melissa, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to take Joey's side in any of this, but maybe Melissa was having too much on her plate and maybe she has realized. I mean, I think we all have, I realized I was putting way too much shit on this year with like staying home and being forced to like be still for a minute, realizing how much I actually need that more in my life. And so you never know, but who knows? I forgot where I was going with that. Um, Shall we just talk briefly about sort of take a step back to the Marge and the sexual uh, harassment thing and talk about that conversation that goes on between Marge and Jackie and Teresa regarding (sighs) sexual harassment? Because I found this fascinating in a really uncomfortable way. (laughs) I find Teresa so triggering at this point for me. Me too. (laughs) I just wanted to like jump in the TV and punch her in the face. (laughs) Be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You've never had a real job. (laughs) I want to shake her and I want to go, babe, like, please just stop doing, like, you're making this up, right? This is an act. (sighs) It's not. No. I mean, when she was like victim shaming Jackie... I can't. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, A, you have literally never had a real job as an adult woman. So you don't know what the fuck you would ever do if you were ever in that situation because you haven't been there. I don't know. But she doesn't have any idea of that that power struggle. And also, let's be... Sorry, I'm fanning around. It's okay. (laughs) Let's be... I'm ready. Let's be fair. Love her or hate her, Teresa has basically done everything in her power to uphold the patriarchy in her ent- throughout her entire adult life. Like she has not once questioned what the fuck is going on, and I think that that's a real problem. And and it's a problem anyway. But to be doing it now, after Me Too, after Harvey Weinstein, after all of this stuff, to not have a little bit more knowledge. To be still so ignorant about it is baffling to me. Well, especially after her husband fucked her over completely royally. Like, you know what it's like when one person has all the power in a relationship and makes decisions that negatively impact you. You know what that feels like. You've come out of it. You've had to deal with it for the past five years. It's been a shit show. Like... 
come the fuck on. Like you should come out of this being pro all these women and pro on their side, not fucking still. Well, you know, you probably asked for it. Like, uh, I mean, really agreed. Um, but let's talk about different kind of woman. Let's talk about Dolores because I am so in love with this woman this season. Absolutely. I feel like this Dolores is who I want to see all the time. Like I want this badass woman who knows what she wants, what she's about and doesn't give a fuck what other people think is going on in her relationships. And she's super wise, right? I love the way that she's become this sort of sage matriarch of the group. And I think that's, again, a bit like Jen, she's finding her feet. She's really comfortable for the first time in who she is. And it's so fucking powerful because you see the women back down. You see Dolores go, put those boundaries in. Right. And they all step back. And I just, it's such a great uh, example to be watching this woman who a lot of women... A lot of people would be writing off at this age. like For sure. But yet she's like, start, I feel like she's starting her life right now. I do too. And I do sometimes wonder, because like, I've read a lot of things about like the plastic surgery she's had, had done and like people are shaming her for it. Part of me feels like she just finally feels comfortable in her own skin. Like she looks the way she's, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she now is the confident to be who she's always been because the outside looks like the way she felt on the inside. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I don't give a shit about what anybody has done. Like you do you, whatever makes you feel good. I'm fine with it. As long as you're not doing it for somebody else, as long as you're truly doing it for you, I'm down with whatever you want to do. And I feel like maybe that's where she's at. Like she just finally feels like the outside mirrors the inside. So she has the confidence to like put that out there because also, I mean, she's been friends with these people for years. I loved the way she called Teresa out for like, well, you acted like a maniac when Kim D told you about Joe, you know, Judice cheating on you. Like, why are you calling Jackie's reaction crazy? Like you did the exact same thing. Well, and I think as well, she's broken the rules in terms of her relationship, right? She's broken all these Italian rules and this Mm -hmm. doctrine by, sort of being with David, but not being with David. She's not being this needy Italian wife that's like doing everything to uphold him. She's like, this is how it is. So I feel like she's broken those rules and the world hasn't ended. Right. And so that's kind of given her the confidence to kind of carve out her life in her own way. Yes, she's going to maintain a lot of her Italian heritage, but she's also realizing that she's much, much freer yeah. Than she ever was, than she ever knew before. Well, and this woman was very like hardcore Italian tradition three seasons ago too. You know, like she's always been one to stand up for Joey Gorga, and now she's kind of like, you know what? No, you're being stupid. That's a load of bullshit. You have no idea Agreed. how good you have it with your wife. Like you need to learn before she leaves your ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's in a real position of power right now because she's the kind of as I say, she's got this matriarchal role, so she can really be the one that tells everybody how it is. And I love that she's doing it. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm totally here for it. I think it's interesting, her this relationship with David, um, you know, with him getting so angry about all her surgeries. And I feel like she kind of goes back and forth about what she wants a little bit with David. Like, I think, she, you know, I think she's still working that out for her. I love what they have. I would say, dude, it's not broken. Like... You guys but do But I you. also think that's fine. She doesn't yeah. need to know. Like, I think everything's a journey. Right. And God, I mean, if we knew what we knew, 
If we knew then what we know now, we right. probably wouldn't have made the same decisions. I would say that we, I certainly, I wouldn't say I rushed into marriage by any means, but I was too fucking naive. Like I had no idea what it actually was and meant and felt like. Yeah. And so I feel like she's come out the other side. She's not naive anymore. She gets this for what it really, really is. And yeah. for what is actually really important out of a relationship. And so she's got two men in her life that yeah. provide her with everything that she needs. Three, if you count little Frankie. Absolutely. Her kids are gorgeous. Power, all power to her. Yeah. No, she's got a couple of houses that are comfortable and, you know, every like they, they built their own little community looking after her kids and stuff between David, Frank, and, and her. Like, I think that's all they really need. Agreed. Agreed. Um, speaking of relationships, let's touch a little bit on the new man on the block who turns up as a surprise for <laughs> Teresa. As a surprise to Teresa. Obviously, Andy has had this whole thing planned. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I've read so much stuff about him. I just don't know how I feel about him because I've read a lot of things that are like, oh, like, because I think Teresa was talking about how he has watched the show and he's super comfortable with it and things like that. And part of me is like, okay, so he's watched the show and now he's like giving her everything she said that she'd wanted on the show. That's kind of creepy. Um, but then there's this Instagram account that did a real deep dive on him um, with all these like allegations coming out about his narcissism with all these women. And there's some stuff where it's like some of these women were a little intense. And he's had some things done to him too. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe with all the stories out there, but I kind of can't wait to see him on the show and just see kind of for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know about him and I can't, I think we can't, you can read everything in the world. We're never going to know. No, but I do think it is very fucking unlikely that the very first man Teresa starts dating after Joe is the one like I just it smacks to me a little bit of her it's this perfect storm of him kind of wanting to be everything she needs and him wanting and her wanting him to be everything she needs I just don't buy that you you walk into the perfect relationship first time you date after I I don't know it just feels like she's being naive about it and this is let's remember she's what in her 50s and this is the first time she's dated essentially well, that we like, know of. I mean, I right. I, I don't buy that he's the first relationship she's had after Joe. I feel like there have been other people. They just haven't been public, if that makes sense. So I, yeah, so I didn't mean he yeah. was the first person. But I mean, this is the first time in public. general that she's been dating, right? Yeah, because like other just, than high school and stuff. She will have been with Joe since she was right. 15, 16 or something. So I, I just don't, I don't trust her judgment Yeah, for a start. That is... a point blank definite uh i just think it's too good to be true that he that that he's the one yeah i mean i don't know i don't i don't know how much i feel like she's done a lot of like growth and soul searching in a lot of different ways um such jail you know what i'm saying like i I do think we see a bit of a different Teresa, and i mean i don't i always find it hard with Teresa because there are times where I don't know if what I see on the show is real with her. I think she is really great at playing a role. So sometimes I do wonder if there's more depth and like personal understanding that we just don't see on the show because that's not who she is on the show. Um, that's not her character. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been in, my family's incredibly divorced and remarried. Um, 
many, many times. And the second marriages have been fairly quick, but very lasting because of the lessons they learned in the first marriage. So, I mean, I, I just don't know. I think dating when you're in your forties plus is a very different thing. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep point. an open mind about it. I'm going to keep an open mind about it. We'll see how it goes. I'm happy to be proved wrong. Um, but I guess we're going to find out next season. All right. So before we wrap it up, let's just have a very quick chat about the, the kind of boys versus girls on this show and the way things are handled because they definitely handle their shit differently. Absolutely. I was really struck by Joe Benigno. I don't even know how to say his last name. Joe Benigno. Yeah. Benigno. Um, How he said where, I guess he was, what was he talking about? He was talking about the rumors with Evan and was like, if I had heard anything before, I would have just called Evan and told him. On the phone, yeah. not at like a party around all these other people. Cause Teresa chimes in and was like, well, that's what I was trying to do. And they're like, no, you didn't go to Jackie and say, Hey, I heard this. You went to everybody else and said, did you guys hear this too? It's a very different thing. <laughs> oh, and this is when I want to just shake Teresa yeah. and go, Are you really this stupid? Because it's, it's literally the opposite of what you did. Right. I mean like literally it, the opposite. Absolute opposite of what you did. You went and told everybody else except her like it's not the same thing no she can be such a clown she really can she really can but But i've loved the way the boys have handled it all the way through like their chat about like let's just throw them a snack the problem is they it happens at meals like let's just not give them meals just keep throwing them protein bars and keeping them busy you know they just handle shit in a way that makes me want to hang out with them more than the girls. Absolutely. Well, I feel like they're real friends because they're like, we would never talk about it on the show. Like if I heard about that in real life, I would call him, we would talk about it. We would never discuss it on national television because we don't want that shit getting around. Like, I just yeah. feel like they're I mean, very more, pro- they're a lot more protective of their like friendship outside of the show than I think the girls sometimes are, or at least more Agreed. aware. I mean, and to play devil's avocado, it's not their job to create a storyline and an exciting show. So the girls, maybe they've got a different brief, but I agreed on every point. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what they're filming for the next season. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I love the show so much. Me too. Can't wait for it to come back. But until then, thank you for giving us your time. And remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate, and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. The music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims.